We Alrighty. are back. Woohoo! We are back. How about After that? Me. Hey, if you don't believe the climb is real, look at it. Yes, and indeed, the Florida State Seminoles start, what, 4-0 for the first time in God knows when. Uh, from 0-4 last season to 4-0 this season. That is, uh, no matter who you say, no matter what you say, no matter who we play, that's still a, a hell of a turnaround. And, uh, and uh, that, that's there's some difference happening in this team. You know, this team isn't going to go undefeated. Uh, but to that, that's one way to make an impact on the program. And, uh, it's definitely, there's something different about, about this, uh, about this team. So, uh, but with that, uh, we are Seminoles sideline 365. Uh, this is our instant reaction to the Seminoles win tonight. Uh, if you like what you're seeing, go ahead and like the, like the YouTube video you're watching right now. Uh, we appreciate that. If you haven't already followed the channel, uh, give us a subscription. Uh, we appreciate that. But, uh, with that, uh, let's go right into it. Um, final score. Uh, if you're just tuning, if you tuned out there towards the end, cause it was a blowout, uh, you turned on a, another game, uh, 44 to 14, uh, Florida State dominates all all phases of the game tonight, holding uh, Boston College's uh, starting quarterback Phil Jerkovic to just 105 yards total passing, uh, oh. with two interceptions and just one touchdown. Um, let's let's start off from the top. Just we'll go quarter by quarter and give a brief analysis uh, on our thoughts on it. But overall, what were your overall thoughts of the game and the game plan and and how Florida State did tonight? Well, first of all. I had to wear my celebratory glasses. Okay, these are my new celebratory glasses, KB. And I hope to be wearing them a lot, uh, you know, a lot this season. Um, my thoughts are the, uh, you know, I got to be honest. You know, I mean, it's great to win. Trust me. This is like back in the old day, old days. Some people, some of our fans may not remember the old days. Well, I clearly do. Where we went into every game feeling we're going to win the game. Yeah. We're going to win the game. That feeling has started to creep back, for me at least. For me at least. For the new fans, they don't really know that feeling of coming and going. But I thought the game was a little boring. But I like a boring game when we're on top. And yeah. we've got a big, a, a, a big uh margin of victory yeah you yeah. know i i mean i like to be bored okay yeah. because i'm not i'm not a uh, neutral fan i i'm a i'm a i'm a committed fan to this program and have been since the 60s so uh, the boring game is good for me so i thought they played exceptional they looked like a top 20 team for sure tonight now the, now, the question is, and this is the question that you said it before, you kind of laughed a little bit there, but it was a boring game from a football standpoint. A lot of the fans started to leave in the third quarter because they want to beat the hell out of the traffic in Tallahassee. That's been how you got home so quickly. Damn show. sure. I damn sure did. But it, you know, from that aspect, but the Seminoles were clicking on all cylinders from the first play of yeah. the game, yeah, right? Absolutely. That the first return. play yeah. of the game, the kick return by Trey Benson, which was which is great. I mean, I don't, I can't remember the last time. Like, I, I can't remember the first last time we had a kick return on a kickoff, much less on 
any type of kickoff, uh, not albeit just the, to start the game. But you know, Kermit Whitfield is always the one that we remember yeah. for the national championship. But, oh, yeah. I mean, we we've been pretty poor at returning kicks of all kinds, and to see and you know, I don't remember Trey being back there the last the first three games. I don't need returning kicks, so I think it was an adjustment that uh, Coach Papachu has you know made a change back there and put put him back there because. As you heard the announcer say, and as Mike Norvell said a lot, Trey is one of the best athletes on the team. He may be one of the quickest, even though he's built like a, a house. Um, and you saw it on display. He broke three or four tackles on that kick return and brought it all the way to the house. I, I I did not think he had that ability, but he proved me wrong tonight. So that was, that was amazing. Yeah, he, he he kept running the ball even into the third and maybe the fourth, Some maybe a little bit of the fourth. He was still running with great power and yeah. knocking people down. Yeah. I mean, and his speed on that kickoff showed his breakaway speed. I mean, yeah. he he didn't get he went the hundred yards full out, and they had a hard time even getting close to him. And he but he broke, and that's the thing. It's not like he had a clear lane; it's just running down the sideline. He broke two or three tackles. He made his own lanes there and stiff on the guy at the end to carry him into the end zone. So. He, he probably put enough on tape just tonight to get people to look at him a lot more. Yeah. He he's like, like we kind of said before preseason through, from the spring game on that he's a, I, I think he can be a special player if he sticks around yeah. um, and develops, but he, he, he's a special player if he's healthy. Um, but let, let's go right into it. Yeah. You know, we're talking about the first quarter now, yeah, so like you said, uh, uh, the team, that's the hottest I think we've started in a while, no matter the opponent. I don't care if we're playing FCF school. I don't care if we're playing Boston College, but that's the hottest I think I've seen us start. You know, 21 points in the first quarter. You, you've talked about the kickoff, um, and, and then you have a, a couple of more scoring drives there. You, it could have been 24 points, but the clock ran out. Uh, it could have been 20, 28 points, but, you know, but that clock's run out there. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, they dominated that first quarter and that kind of set the tone for the rest of the game and kind of just put it out of, re- you know, you kind of just killed Boston College spirit very quickly. And that's that's what you need to do to be, if you want to say Florida State's back and you're getting that process, going through that process of we're back or we're, we're good to great team, this is what good or great teams do. They destroy lower caliber competition. And that is what Florida State did tonight is they came out the door at home and just broke Boston College's will. And from that point forward, both on offense and defense, you saw Jerkovic, he had no confidence in his offensive line. He had no confidence throwing the ball tonight. And, and it showed up all the way through until they pulled him in the fourth. He That defense got to him. And they weren't sacking him all the time, but they were applying enough pressure. And our defensive backs were covering as well as, you know, our linebackers were covering Zay Flowers as best as they could. But that guy never got comfortable. So it was a combination of just the offense and the defense setting the tone so early in this game that you just – you I, I feel like you – broke their will early on and, and then it just built from there. So, uh, you know, and, and like I said, that first quarter, I, I think was one of the most special ones we've had in a while where you just set the tone early. Usually I feel like we struggle early on in the game and it's just that battle in the second half, but I, I thought it was great the way they came out tonight. What, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I, I thought the game was over after the first three, three possessions that Florida state had. I mean, the first mm-hmm. possession is a kick return for a touchdown. Our second possession is a, uh, uh, Telefili, uh touchdown, uh, and then we had another touchdown by Benson on the third possession. Yeah. BC's first three possessions, interception, punt, and a punt. So yeah. at that point, 
the game's 21 to nothing, and it's pretty much over at that point because this is not one of the higher caliber teams we're going to face. Now, the preseason for Florida State is pretty much over, except for the LSU game, perhaps. But the preseason is now over. Now it's big boy football, okay? And don't take that wrong. I'm happy to have B4 and O. I'm, I'm very happy. But I don't think we can still use the term we're back because no. we will be able to say we're back after the next – we look at the next four games and how this team holds up against the next four teams that we're going to face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, first quarter, like you said, I, I think there was a lot of tone-sending plays in that. Like you said, you were able to establish a run, Trey running hard, had that 15-yard score. Um, uh and then you had a couple of great passes by Jordan Travis. He finds Cam McDonald a couple of times, which I think it's always good to see when we're utilizing our tight ends uh, up the seams, up the middle, um, and, and Cam catching those balls, which is which was good from the bounce back from last week when he dropped a couple. Um, so it was good to see that. It was good to see the ball being thrown out. And, and I think with that, um, I don't know if Travis or Heisman yet, um, but it was good to see that once again um, that he was able to get in the rhythm passing, but also – going past the first quarter he was able to stay healthy he once again wasn't we weren't forcing him into to these run you know these running direct run plays he was able the offensive line kept him upright for the most part um there was that a couple of scramble runs there i forget it was the first or second quarter we had that uh, kind of scramble run i think it was the second quarter where he had to run for 15 16 yards there but for the most part he was able to stay upright, which was good. If you're going to start him tonight, you have to trust that your offensive line could keep him upright uh, and make sure that you weren't going to further uh, agitate that that leg injury. Uh, and I think for the most part, they did that. Um, what surprised me the most starting in the first quarter was uh, the the play of – and someone I think we talked about in the preseason because we saw glimpses of him last year was Darion Williamson. Um, you know, he, he played – Unbelievable. He he was making the plays that Johnny made last week. Um, just big catches, big plays, showed a lot of his speed. And this, once again, this is one of those big guys that you don't, big receivers that you don't necessarily hear hear about a lot, but has the potential to make big plays. And, and he was the star receiver. And it seems like every single week we're starting to see a new guy step up. Um, and I think that was because of an adjustment that Boston College, they said, we're not going to let Johnny Wilson be. You know, they're, they were kind of, you, you saw it in some of the, when they went t- uh, higher on the camera angle, they were shading over to Johnny's side, you know, two, two, sometimes three guys in terms of protecting that side. And they weren't going to let him bust coverage or, or, or get a solo shot on the guy, which was, which was smart. But then you had someone like Williamson kind of break out again tonight, um, which was great to see guys, these deeper guys on the roster get a chance to start and Jordan to find them. So I, I think that was the biggest takeaway for me in the first quarter. Yeah, I think the other thing in the first quarter caught my attention. I agree with everything you said. Was on our fourth possession. We were around the. Uh, I'm not. Don't pinpoint me on it, but we were down around the 35 yard line, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. It's yeah. fourth and three. This is the first fourth down, and we decide to go for it. We're up 21 points, and I was wondering what Mike, Coach Mike, was going to do. Yeah, and. Uh, he decided to go for the fourth and three, and he, uh, I believe he got it on that possession. Mm-hmm. I believe he got it on that possession, uh, or they went for a field goal. I'm sorry. They kicked the field goal. I think they kicked the – yeah, they kicked he, – he called timeout. 
He called no, time that's out when they the switched quarter the second ended. quarter. Yeah, quarter the quarter ended. ended, but he was going to go for the fourth and three. Yeah, they tried to his offense. Up. They tried and to hurry up. Yeah, and then he turned around, he decided, and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick went out there and, and hit about a 30-yarder, I think. Yeah. Was, something like that. He got a good kick in there. So that was – I thought that was very interesting. And then in the second quarter, now we're moving into the second quarter possessions, you know, we get the ball, and there's another um, – let me, yeah. Then we get another possession and it's fourth down again, I believe. And we don't try to make the field goal. Mm-hmm. Is that how it went down? Uh, there, I, here, here's the bottom line. There was, there was in the, in the second quarter, there was twice we didn't convert four yeah, times, there, I believe. There, we went there was, and, and they were, they were in, I believe, should be the kicker it, range. It was like 45, 50. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. But, it, which, you know, we, I thought Mike was hesitant, and we'll talk more about that. And, later. I, and I, he had every right to be hesitant. Did you see the extra points were barely okay. going in? No, well, in the first I know. Quarter. We'll, we'll go through that. But in the so those 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 plays, that type of decision making stood out to me in the second quarter. Everything else was clicking. I mean, the young receivers, the receiver room looked brilliant. I don't care who was playing receiver. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that. Uh, uh, it was unbelievable. These guys were making every catch. McDonald had a big night. Yeah, he, he dropped. You know, Johnny he Wilson dropped only had two catches, and that's okay. Malik McLean was in there. Uh, you already uh, Darren Williamson was in there catching the ball. Makaya uh, um, yeah. was Pittman. They're they're all in there. The only guys <laughs> they didn't see in the game in the game was Keyshawn Hilton, and I saw Deuce Span at the end of the in yeah, cleanup duty subbed in there at the end. Uh, yeah, um, so I don't understand why Keyshawn Hilton. Did you even see him on the field? No, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know what's what's going on with Keyshawn. Um, but he's there as a teammate. I see yeah, him laughing. He's on the and, yeah, so he's maybe on the maybe team. he's got some injury that we're unaware of. But I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I I would hope that someone asks Coach what's going on with Keyshawn because he used to be a, a weapon in his offense, and now he's just yeah. been relegated. And I haven't seen cleanup duty now so and then I, I don't and know then in this and then to finalize the second quarter on the seventh we had the seventh our seventh possession of the half uh a touchdown to uh uh kentron which i which I, yeah i think that that play was important because up until that point we had only had that field goal that was set up right before the first quarter and it was concerning to me and i, I think yeah. at some point i tweeted it out was that the offense started to stall a little bit um, and I think, and I don't know exactly what adjustments BC was making, um, but it looked like we were starting to stall in terms of we couldn't, we weren't running the ball as effectively as we were in the first quarter. Um, our run blocking looked a little bit more suspect. And then our passing, we were trying to run the ball a lot more and it, the play con got a little bit more uh, predictable. And we weren't, we weren't pushing the ball down. And, and we had a couple fourth, or fourth uh, downs not convert. Uh, and then we weren't scoring. And then finally, right before the half, we had, I think it was one minute and 20, one minute left. We drive the ball down and that beautiful ball to Kentron. He goes up and gets it. Great play by him. Once again, the big guy, another big receiver going up and catching the ball, converting on it. We score. So it was great to see that right before halftime because I think we just needed that to to show that we could continue scoring points and continue that momentum through the first half. Not to say that this game was going to be a a slugfest, but you don't want to see 
you know, kind of you you would shut out in the quarter when you have so much uh, of a hold on this game. So that, that was a great play by Kentron. It's great to see these younger receivers stepping up like that and Travis putting the ball where it needs to be for them to, to convert. Well, I think so. it was exciting to see the receivers in that receiver room starting to develop. These guys are pretty good sized bodies, all of these guys, and they can run. You know, when you have Kentron, you have Darren Williamson, uh, you have uh, Malik McLean. Uh, we've, you know, I mean, already in the stable with Johnny Wilson and these guys, it's really, it's really exciting when they go out and they're finding openings now. I don't remember seeing that in past seasons. They had no separation. So that's exciting. Yeah. So it's 31 to nothing at halftime. Yeah. So 31 to nothing at halftime, which is great. Um, Yeah. Which is great. So then we go into the third quarter. Um, and, and uh, more or less the same. Uh, the one thing, you know, BC does score in this quarter. You don't get the shutout, but that's more or less just kind of one of those cosmetic things. Um, it's hard to get shutouts in college football. It's just, you know, you have to be have to be super dominant. But like I said before, you hold Phil Jerkovich, starting quarterback for BC, to, to 105 passing yards. So in that case, it almost feels like uh, more or less a, uh, a shutout in that regard because you totally took him out of this game. Uh, but they get that, and then uh, – and then you come back. You, you come back and you have the chance to drive the ball, um, get to there. I believe there. And let me let me let me add something to that first half. Like you just said, they took a veteran quarterback, Jerkovich. Now he obviously he doesn't have the team surrounding he's had in the, in the last few seasons. He's like a fifth year senior. This guy, yeah. so he's been around. But he, as you said, he was very frustrated. The FSU defense looked like one of the defenses of the dynasty days. I, I, they yeah. really looked good. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, they did. They looked very solid tonight. I would say that, um, and they were still, and they were missing some guys. Fabian Lovett's still out. I don't know if we know what his injury is. I don't think it's that one's been really kept out of the rug. I saw him on a crutch tonight on the sidelines. Um, so we hope to have him back sometime soon. And and um, Jared Verse was out. Jared Verse, well. of course, yeah, of course, in street clothes. Um, and so, and then at some point, Cooper got hurt. Um, so, so you were losing bodies too, but you're able, like you said, we weren't, it wasn't like, I don't think we, we had a ton of sacks tonight, but you were able to get a lot of pressure on him in the first half. And, and, and they do have some speedy backs on the team, but players like Deloach, once again, in terms of tracking, they're trying to spread the ball out and get sideline sideline with you. But guys like Deloach were so great at tracking the guys in the backfield, tracking Zay Flowers. I think did an end around type play uh, and our speed really did show off tonight, like you said, uh, which was great to see. Um, so then in the second half, like I said, BC does get a score. The freshman running back scores on us. Not a big deal, but, it, it, you know, they took up six minutes, you know, drove 60 yards. That's great. Um, you don't want to see that, but I think we're going to start to rotate some guys in on defense. You started to see that, too, in the second half. Sam McCall come in, Sirius Thomas. Um, you're starting to see some of those defensive backs uh, get rotated in because it, it is a deep room. Um, now with that um, – you Florida State gets in the field goal range. Like you said in the first half, they were kind of hesitant to to pursue some of those uh, with him, uh, with Ryan Fitzgerald, and they give him the chance now, and and he misses it. He misses the field goal. Uh, or sorry, I'm sorry, we score. It wasn't a field goal attempt. It was a touchdown. That's where I'm getting mixed up. Uh, we, uh, we score a touchdown. We drive the ball after they score on us, which is great. Um, but he misses the extra point. I thought in the first half he was shanking the extra points the entire time. It looked like they were just coming in. And finally, when he gets the chance in the in the second half, his first one of the second half, he misses that one. 
there, there's just something. And, and I think in my mind, that solidified Coach Mike's uh, opinion that if we're in a we're in kind of a no man's land or close to it, if we're in the 45 to 55 range and it's fourth and four, fourth and five, I'd rather have the ball in Johnny or Jordan Travis's hands than in my kicker's on my kicker's foot because I want to give I want to give it my my skilled guys my most skilled guys the ball to convert and right now Ryan Fitzpatrick is not one of the most skilled guys on this team he's in a rut he's he's got the yips he, you know he does not have the confidence that you need in the kicker because this stuff whether it's a missed extra point this wasn't even blocked it was just shanked and whether it's this or a missed field goal like it was last week. This is going to cost you a game, whether it be against Clemson, Wake Forest, Syracuse, who looks really good right now. These things are going to add up. And so I was surprised they didn't start to address it tonight where they – I don't they, – well, they don't really have a backup kicker, which is – I think is a walk-on. So uh, this is something that's going to need to be addressed. I hope the media brings it up, but that extra, this extra point is going to come up this week. I hope it comes up this week because that's part of the special teams needs to be addressed. Um, but like I said, Florida State scores – um, on the Trayshawn Ward, uh, you know, run, which so is let me, great. Let me, I want to add to this kicking yeah, thing yeah. since we're on it. I've got a, extensive notes on that, so I might as well throw it in here now. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally agree. Uh, you know, Mike, Coach Mike's always talking about cleaning up stuff. Well, this this is a mess. This kicking yeah. thing is a mess. Yeah, okay. Right. And we're not going to sugarcoat it. Ryan Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald, I'm sure, is a, a lovely guy. Uh, but he, he he's, he's in a psychological uh, issue now, it, just like I've said before in golf, if, if anybody out there plays golf, you, you can't pull the putter back. You can't pull the club back because it's intricate. It's an intricate game. Well, he's in an intricate kicking situation now. Yeah. And and I, I'm not sure that Coach Mike helped his confidence by going for fourth down on some of these plays. We we're already up 21 points. Wait a minute. Well, I'm just saying, you whatever. We're up 21 points. There was a situation where he could have kicked the field goal and say, I'm going to put this kid out there and see if he can make it. I'm not going to lose this game. This game was never in jeopardy. So I want to see if I could put this kid out there with no pressure on him, no pressure, and see if he can make something between 35 and 45 yards. And Coach Mike decided not to do that. I'm not sure if that helped the kid or hurt the kid. That That's a big question. And I, if I was in the media there talking to Coach Mike in the presser, I would ask exactly that question. I want to see, and I'm going to review what the media asked Coach Mike about the kicking game and his decisions. I think that's going to be very interesting. Or if the media tiptoes around this. Or tiptoes around it, yeah. all right. So yeah, I, 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 I no, let me let me can, say I, that I just don't it, think you well, can what, predicate your decision making based on the feelings of your kicker. Okay. Well, I'm not. Well, 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 wait a minute. Let, well, let me back this up a little bit. First of all, congratulations to Ryan Fitzgerald on his kickoffs. They were excellent. A plus, A plus. Every one of them went into the end zone that I saw, and I marked them down. Most okay. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. He wasn't shanking them. He, he wasn't shanking them out. He wasn't trying to get cute with them. He, they cleaned that piece up. That piece has Good. been cleaned up. Good. The extra point was a terrible miss. And the other ones, like you said, were kind of, they're not going down the middle. They're, yeah. they're shanking off. Yeah. There's something not right there. And 
you know, he, he made one field goal, right? He had one field goal, the 30 yarder. That was it. Cause then coach Mike took the ball out of, off his foot for the rest of those. Yeah. So it, it is an issue. We can debate it further as we go on, but I believe you're right. We're going to lose a game because of a missed field goal or lack of confidence to put him in, go for fourth down and not get it that, you know, I mean, that could happen very. So how they're going to now? the question is, how do you clean this up? You hold kicking tryouts this week. Well, you hold kicking tryouts. You, if by, you have a walk on, which I believe they do, you know, all, all the media says, you know, we hear, you know, Ryan's been knocking them through during practice. Da, da, da. You know, so I believe, I truly believe that if there was a better option right now, they would, they would go with the better option. I, well, they I, don't I, have a better option. That's what I'm saying. Either, either the other guy just sucks in practice or, or like you said, yeah, there, or yeah. Well, that, he doesn't want to give up. He doesn't want to give up on Ryan yet. He know, doesn't want to give up on him because he knows if he does, it's over for Ryan. You might as well tell him to go into the portal, okay? But um, he, he, the thing is, I, right I guarantee now they'll is, be in the portal after this year. This goes back. This goes back to my point. When we were up 21 points and there were opportunities there, instead of going for the fourth down, put him out there and see if he can make some kicks. What a better game to practice in. What yeah, a better game to at practice. At the same in. time, I, I'd rather I, I'd rather be practicing a fourth and four because those instances where you're in a tight game. And well, this wasn't a tight game. This game was never in doubt. Just, it was never a question. Then, then why are you why are you practicing tight uh, field goals that, then? Because it's not a tight game. They don't matter. Because if he can't go out there and kick it from that yardage in a game like this, he's not going to kick it in a close game. He couldn't kick him last week. He couldn't kick him last week. We know he can't kick him. All right. Okay. Like, so if he makes one this week, we oh, he's back. He's no, 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 no. Nothing is ever back. Florida State isn't back. A kicker isn't back. Tate isn't back after one game. It's all about consistency over a period of time. That's what I'm saying. That, and and, that's and, and I, I'm thinking that moving forward, that they would rather have in their skilled position players' hands than Ryan Fitzpatrick because his okay. percentage of the year well, is Well, that's not a decision. Good. And there and are he, consequences uh, in all decisions. Oh, I, I'd rather take uh, – I'd rather put in Jordan Travis' hands than in the foot of uh, – I, tw- I, tweet, I tweeted out we need that guy from Syracuse, but he's going on to the NFL after this. Maybe the kid from like Wake Forest. No, the Wake Forest guy no, made Syracuse 17 guy. straight. Oh, the guy wow. from Wake Forest made like 17 straight. Wow. And once again, Wake Forest can find these kids out wow. of nowhere. And they, 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 they had another NFL job. kicker last – they had another yeah. NFL kicker. Uh, they just find these guys. They, yeah, their personnel system them. is unbelievable, really. So. Is. Okay, so enough on the kicking. That needs to be cleaned up. That is the biggest thing that needs to be cleaned up coming out of this game tonight. Yeah, yeah. so going down to the third quarter, Florida State scores 10 points. Uh, you know, once again, I would have liked, you know, you know, you're rotating guys out, but I would have liked the offense to, you know, close out the third a little bit stronger with more than, you know, 10 points. Um, would you yeah. have wanted Jordan Travis to stay in there longer? I mean, I would have liked him to close out the third. I would have never. No, I wouldn't have done that. I would have have liked to see. I I know. I know it's not. You know, I I love the Trayshawn Ward run, running touchdown. One, because, you know, you had backup offensive linemen in there. Yeah, 22-yard run for a touchdown. And we were struggling. And and I tweeted this out. We were struggling with some run blocking, I felt like, in the second quarter and into the third quarter. And I think it was because, A, we have some injuries. But, B, we're rotating some guys through. 
but that broke that breakthrough run was amazing because you had Julian Armella on that left side, and that's that's the side that broke through that touchdown. It was, it was a great run. So I'm glad to see that happen, and it gives confidence to those young freshman linemen that are getting some playing yeah. time in a game like this. Those are quality reps, so I, I'm glad to see stuff like that. So, you know, given that you know you only scored ten points in the in the quarter, um, but there was a great way to end the quarter once again, and, and then we head into to the fourth. Um, you know, with that, you have, you know, you, once again, you have the Trey Benson touchdown, uh, which is another, you know, great run. The guy just, he's just a monster. He has the speed to, uh, I think that was the one actually that where they had some of the backups in, uh, with the Armella broke the, uh, broke the hole for him on the left side, but he just runs down the sidelines and you just can't stop him with that breakaway speed. So I was glad to see that happen. Once again, uh, you score seven points there and then BC comes down, scores on you, but you get Tate Rodmaker in there. Uh, I thought he made on that play on that, on that drive where Benson scored. I thought he made, I think it was a third down. Um, he had to stand in there again and make a tough throw. And you have that connection. Once again, they convert to Micah Pittman on, I think it was for 10, 10 or 15 yards, but it was a not tight window, got it to Pittman. He stood in the pocket when it was collapsing on him, converted. And then a couple of plays later, Benson scores on 33 yard run. So I thought it was great. You, you, I, Tate, I don't know if it's because I'm seeing him differently or he's playing with more confidence, but I mean, he was three for three tonight. He didn't make any stupid plays. He didn't turn the ball over. He came in. He did what he needed to do. They close out uh, with the win. So I, I think that was good to see that he was he was he came in there with confidence. He, he made that scramble. He did the run option where he he uh, handed it off, or he didn't hand it off. He kept it and ran for 15 yards for the conversion. Those are things that I don't see. We I don't know if we necessarily see Tate do last year. I think he he his confidence is building, which is great for a backup. You want to see that confidence build and someone like that, but. Um, but this, once again, this may be rose-colored glasses from last week that I'm seeing him in a different light. Um, but I'm glad the way that he played in just limited time. So put the put the uh, if you can, can you put the total stats package up? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean the total stats, and 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 I agree with a lot what you said there. He came in, Tate came in because I wanted to see Tate play because the, they weren't going to pass at the that media. Point. No, no, no. But the media, I love the media. How they, how we, and we're part of it. I guess we're part of that 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 chaos and the media loves to hype this is back or this guy's okay. a hero or so on after one game or one performance and it's not true it's not true and then fans have this pedestal look at everything after one game instead of looking at over a trend of of history so the the bottom line is Tate came in at about 3 minutes left in the third of of the third quarter and and I thought that was appropriate, you know, when there was three thirty one left in the third quarter, uh, you know, I thought he should have come in a little bit earlier. To be honest with you, I probably would have brought him in around the, the start of the second half. Now I'm about developing players. Okay, the game the game was thirty seven to seven. Okay, when he comes into the game, I mean, it wasn't even close. Develop the players. Okay, enough said on that. He comes in, he doesn't do anything embarrassing to the team or to himself. He managed the game, okay. But uh, you know his true test will come when 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 Jordan needs that help again some, at some point oh, down God, the road. Because because uh, hopefully in the next few games, the next three or four games, these games are going to be close. They're yeah. going to be real close. Yeah, absolutely. And Tate's probably not going to play unless Jordan goes down. We hope that's, that's, that's how that's going to work. Yeah. Uh, AJ Duffy cleaned up. Rodney Hill got in there. They cleaned up. And that was pretty much the 
the yeah. end at the end of the game. Once again, uh, yeah, they scored one more time, but yeah, you, yeah. You, but the, I think the big thing there in the second half when you're playing backups and stuff like that is you know, you didn't commit any turnovers, right? Nobody fumbled yeah. the ball. No one, right. you know, Tate right. didn't commit a turnover. Duffy didn't come in, fumble the snap, throw a turnover. No, no, no there, there wasn't so they any clean. of that. There was clean, it, which it is what you clean. want. clean. How many penalties did we have? What was the penalties? Uh, I don't know. I know we had a big one up front on on Gibbons. One. We had one penalty. We had that. We only had one? Was one accepted one? penalty. One accepted penalty. Okay, that was the one on Gibbons on the big run or which the was, yeah, pass just, or Ontario Wilson or somebody. Who was it on the big run? Yeah, it was, I think Treshawn took the ball. Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah, he, he, Treshawn he hated to lose this. all those yards, yeah, like 50, it was good 60 yards. Yeah, yeah. It was a great run, yeah. you know, and that got wiped out. But the, but you're you're exactly right. We didn't see a lot of sloppiness here. I don't yeah. care if you're up fifty points as a coach. You don't want to see sloppy, undisciplined play. I didn't see that tonight. No, I thought they just... played winning football tonight. Did we turn the ball over? We didn't turn no. the ball over. No. And we, we and like... we and we caused turnovers, which is a big thing yeah. that we haven't. You know, I don't think we did. It. We didn't do a lot at Louisville. Oh, well, you know, other than the kick, the kickoffs and stuff like that. But um, uh, no, I think you forced turnovers was great. You got you know, Mario Cooper got one early, which is great. We we weren't able to really convert off that, but. Um, uh, and then uh, Greedy Vance got one. Yeah, so you were able to do the opposite. You were able to contain yourself from committing costly turnovers, but you're able to cause them as well. You're able to put pressure, deep line causes pressure, and then you get the secondary plays well. So yeah, I thought it was all around. And then you're averaging almost eight yards per play, like the the yardage average gain. You're exposed. You're playing explosive football, even though. And in most cases, yeah. you can look at numbers of a game. You don't even have to watch the game, and you can look at the statistics of a game, and it will tell you. You can pretty much predict who won the game because of the turnover factor, the I'm, low penalty factor, I'm, and 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 the you know. And I'm sorry, my game. penalties are wrong. Uh, I don't know why this this has it sorted like this. I, I knew there was more than one penalty. Um, okay. So it looks like we had seven for 59. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, Seven is a lot. Seven is a lot, but the 59 doesn't hurt you too bad. The one big one hurt you. If that was a big game, it would have hurt us big. Especially if they're, if they're like, you know, the 15 yarders, those are the things that really, but they they played a clean disciplined game. That's it. You didn't have have a lot of holding penalties that brought, place back that that's the biggest no, thing that i think no, we struggled with the past no. seasons that right. someone break off a big play and it's holding you're coming right. back for you know 10 yards so, and, and so then, other than that other than that it was kind of a boring game but it was a boring big win and i'll take those every week yeah i'll, I'll get bored every week i'm good yeah. with that i don't want to be bored i don't want to be bored uh getting blown out you know uh but I'm telling you right now, and that's pretty much the game. I mean, I I had a bunch of people, uh, you know, names here I wanted to say. And it's about the whole defense. They played so well. I mean, all those young guys that came in there played so well. Yeah, they shut down. I mean, they totally shut down BC. It was was one of the more dominating ACC performances, I think, in a while. Yeah, the names uh, of all the guys that, that stepped up. Uh, to to take over for some of the, uh, you know, the uh, injured guys. I mean, guys like Dennis Briggs played a great game. Deloach is unbelievable. Yeah. Now, I don't – Deloach, I don't know if he's going to be big enough to play at the next level. But, you know, he's big enough and strong enough and aggressive enough to play on special teams till he does get bigger. Yeah. He is a – he can run. 
This guy can he tracks run. really, and he tracks he, people. He really tracks well. well. He takes great angles. Yeah. Deloach had a great game. Uh, uh, you know, everybody stepped up. Every McClendon, uh, another guy, stepped up. Uh, Farmer was in there playing a lot of ball. Yeah, it is great to see these young guys. Not only when the game's on the line, but when when you do get some breathing room to sub them in. And that wears people down. And it keeps these guys' interest in the game at practice next week because they're well, getting their uniforms dirty. And that's a good thing. Well, and I think, you know, the announcer's kind of brought it up, but you're seeing that guys who work hard on special teams get those opportunities. And I think, you know, or it work hard in practice and work hard on special teams. You know, Mike Morgdell comes to school of thought of, I'm going to put – you know, I'm going to put talented players on special teams, right? So whether you're a freshman, whether you're a veteran, you know, whether you're Brandon Gant, who, you know, kind of fell behind a lot, the last couple of seasons, got caught up in, you know, other coaching staffs and stuff like that. But now you're seeing, starting to see him make plays. On yeah, Gant, too. yeah. Right. So it, it's, you know, these guys have stuck around and, and fought and bought in, and now they're starting to get dividends from it. And that's another example of, you know, Williamson, too. This guy you don't hear much about. Did but he probably start? He had, oh, it's like he started. But the, the, what I'm thinking is that, you know. He had like the first you, catch of the practice, game. But if you practice, uh, can I get to my point? What I'm thinking is, is that the philosophy is if you practice hard, you play hard, you you do You're all the things we ask of you, we're going to find, we're going to get you the ball. Because there, it seemed to me, watching the game, there is a concerted effort to get him the ball. Because there they was. Knew, because they were throwing him screens, they were throwing, they were targeting him with mm-hmm. it, it seemed intentionality. It wasn't just like, oh, he's the guy that's open. They were trying to get him the ball, and it paid off because they knew that Johnny was going to be double covered. And yep, they they picked him because there's something that they saw in him this week that they were saying, "You're the guy this week," and they and it paid off. So I, I'm glad, and I think that's the culture saying is that you bring it every day. We're gonna we're gonna find a way to get you the ball this week. Okay, so. quick shout, quick shout out. I found my notes on the defensive guys. Jarrett Jackson, yes. shout out. Yeah. Kevin Deloach, uh, uh, Derek McClendon, Dennis Briggs, Patrick Payton. Yeah, Patrick he's Payton, young, young guy. He's, he's he was mentioned even by the TV announcers yeah. as yeah. being is stepping up. Bethune again, you know. Uh, yeah, I love him. Uh, uh, I love uh, Azaria him. Thomas was out there. Joshua Farmer was out there. Even Amari Gaynor, who was on the—I thought he was on the injured list—he was out there playing just a little. And bit. Uh, Shaheen Brown had a big, uh, a big a sack. Uh, he came Shaheen from the, Brown, he came one. from the secondary for right. a, a blitz package. He's Brandon he's Gant, as you mentioned, Sam McCall. They all got a piece of the action because yeah. I'll guarantee you, if you're not getting a little piece of the action, you're wondering what your future is. Yeah, you're you're and you're seeing a lot, and it's great because you're seeing a lot of a blending of you know veterans with young guys and they're starting to come together and you're seeing a mixture of it, which is great. And and so a lot of these young guys who had to get experience last year because you you had to get them to play are now it's paying off now. I think that that right. experience level is exactly. paying. And when you can get guys like Sam McCall in this game tonight, it, it's gonna pay off. He got beat a little bit at the end there on that touchdown. But you know these reps are gonna these mental reps and these physical reps. He hasn't played. No, exactly. And and this is why it matters to get him into these games like this. So I'm glad that they're rotating guys and you know he'll step up next time. So uh, I'm glad. But uh, yeah, I I don't think there's like you said too much more to say. Dominating uh, performance by the defense. Uh, Trey Benson got to break the rock tonight. Uh, so uh, if you're on Twitter, you'll you'll probably see that uh, video. That's great. That's Uh, great. He deserves it. Yeah, he uh, he played. Yeah, yeah, I'm really glad to see a guy who's fought back. Once again, one of those guys that, you know, 
Florida State was being made fun of because we wasted a scholarship on a guy with a bum leg, and now and now look at the guy. The guy's uh, the guy's gonna be a stud. I'm really well, excited. yeah, and we're not gonna get into it tonight because this is just our reaction to the game. It's a good reaction. We're four and zero. This team is is growing in confidence, and the biggest thing we have to clean up right now. The biggest thing. Oh, here we go. Oh wow, what a great picture that is! Look yeah, at that. So good. Look so at good. that. We've taken we've taken guys out of the portal, basically guys that had to be rehabbed, basically yeah. rehab mentally and physically, yeah. mentally yeah. and physically rehab. And I have to say that Florida State and their off off field people in player development, player uh, acquisition, let's just say it that way, yeah. have done a great job, and they're working every day behind the scenes to identify people. Okay, yeah. to get people in here, we're not going to get into the the two commitments. Well, we can say the two commitments yeah. we had: Blake Nicholson, four star out oh, of yeah, California, right. yeah, you know, linebacker out of California. We went into California and reached the kid and bringing him in, Blake Nicholson, and then we've got uh, Hakeem Williams. Out of South Florida, a he's, five, four, five star. I don't he's give a, a shit. He's a, he's a top it, 100 player. It, yeah, he's a, he's a good player. He's a great player. These guys are coming in now and are going to help this football team. Yeah. They're going to help this football. Yes, they're verbal commitments. You know how I feel about verbal commitments. We've got to work hard to keep them in the system. This game keeps them in the system. Yeah. Okay? The next four games are going to be crucial to keeping commitments alive. Yeah. Okay. To keeping commitments alive because the commitment we used to know doesn't mean as much as it, as it used to be. Okay. The future now is about, is your team winning? Am I going to play? And what's the NIL like? Okay. But these guys are committed and we're glad to have them. Welcome to the family uh, at that regard. And a couple of milestones tonight. So tonight, Greedy Vance had his first career interception. Yeah. So cool. congrats to him and Kentron Portier. His uh, his touchdown was his first of his career as well. Yeah. Was uh, wonderful. So uh, so congrats yeah. to them once again. Guys like transfer portal, young guys stepping up, uh, which is what you want to see. This is how you. This is how you take if you don't have the talent always available to you, whether it's transfer portal, whether it's your development. Um, this is how you do it, and this is how you do it within this. Well, this here's a, here's right. an exciting thing too about these receivers. And especially receivers you're trying to get out of the portal or you're trying to recruit out of high school. You're starting to see we throw the ball now. Yeah. You know, he had over you had over 350 yards tonight, over 300 he yards. Had, uh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He and had, you know uh, what's good about Jordan is he's willing to stay there in the pocket. He wants to throw the ball. Well, yeah, because he can fun. finally trust his offensive line to keep him upright. And that's – what you didn't have with Blackman, you didn't right. have that with Francois. Francois. No. So you no. couldn't, you couldn't give your receivers time to get open. And to to get open, and Jordan couldn't. It, like there's right. such a nine day difference between the way Jordan played this year versus last year, and that's a whole other segment. There's a lot of confidence, but uh, like confidence. you said, they are willing to spread around the ball. And now with teams having to account for Johnny Wilson on the other side of the field, you are going. You people, players on this team are going to have the chance to be open. They're going to get one on one matchups. So you have to make the right. most of those matchups because six seven over there is going to get double covered. So it's your time to step up. 
Um, so whether you're, that's right, whether you're, they, that's right. If you're fifth or sixth on this roster, you're going to have your chance to shine on this team, just like you saw with Darren Williamson tonight. So, right. um, right. you can't, yeah. So I love it. So yeah, final score 44 to 14 Florida state, uh, wins in dominating fashion at home with a sold out crowd. Uh, they just announced uh, next week, wake forest will be at three 30. Um, mm. so that, that kickoff just got announced. So, which is good in the middle of the day. Uh, I'm glad about that. I can't, these 8 PM, 9 PM games are just. No, no, but but you know what? Yeah. If you're at the stadium, you love the 8 p.m. game. Well, you yeah. love the 8 p.m. game because the it's a different experience in the in the night. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I know. We, I and know. you've been there. I've you've been, been there, there, and we've we've both been. It it's it's a great experience. You but know, great as people experience. are saying, you know, there could be that hurricane on Thursday into Friday, which. So we'll we'll be tracking that on Thursday's show or on Wednesday's show that hurricane could yeah, I'll let you know how cancellation. It yeah, so keep <laughs> us right in the eye. Yeah, yeah, keep us tracked on that because that that is a potential issue for that game. So uh, yeah. could FSU? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that on next show. But at three thirty, I think it'll be gone by then. It'll be it'll bl- it's supposed to blow in here like Tuesday night, maybe okay. Wednesday, and out. You know, okay. Florida State will practice indoors if they have to or whatever. I don't think it's going to even be around for the weekend, to be honest. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll do that breakdown. That'll be a tough game, uh, but we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that next week. Now, on um, the season, you're four and zero in your uh, predictions. Yeah. So I am on my predictions. I believe I am. Let's look. Pull them up right here. So I am. Yeah, I'm perfect so far. But now this is where we go into the uh, the red area where I uh, had predicted three straight losses, which I I I think these games are going to be monumentally tough for us um even based on what i've seen so far i think we have a good team but we have a very we we went through the easy part of our schedule and we got banged up through it we we we've sustained more injuries than i could have imagined um but also we're gonna get some players back we have we haven't even seen this offense with with winston right yet so that that addition could make some noise but i i think our defense is more banged up than i would like to see before we play probably through the best quarterbacks we'll see all season right so uh, you know, I'm four zero. I still, I still stand by my predictions. I would love to be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I literally hope I'm wrong. For you, on on chance, you're three one so far. Yeah. Um, we both had this game. You have us winning next week, so we'll break that down next week. Um, see us on Wednesday, y'all. We'll have the, uh, we'll have the schedule up eight thirty Wednesday night. We'll break down Wake Forest to a, a longer recap of uh, this game. And uh, until then, follow us on Twitter, like the video, and uh, subscribe to the channel for all the latest updates and alerts. Thanks, y'all, for the time, and uh, we'll see you soon. I want to wear these every victory. Every victory. See you, y'all. Have a nice weekend.